You ain't gonna waste you ain't gonna waste no time with hitting that record button today, huh? No, that's why you were at a new um number because this is unlimited. I didn't have the patience today. Okay. Not have You're the patience cute. today. Thank you. Um nothing special, just we just go shopping today. We got a late start, so we didn't get to two of the places we needed to go because I told her I had to be there by five o'clock. Maybe if we hadn't stopped to eat, but it was hungry, so. Nowhere special. Just a grub. Just a grub. Um. So anyway, um, oh, let me turn on audacity. I wanted to hash out the um, our little interview people idea. Oh yeah, okay. Before we did anything else, because usually when we finish, we'd be ready to go. Mm-hmm. So what were you? What do you think? Um, as far so as- I guess give me um, like you said, just. You, you I don't said, know what I said. I, and I said I didn't text it, did I? I said it on the MP. You said on MP, uh-huh. Um, but you said like random. Did you say random people? I don't know if you said random, but that was my interpretation of what you said. And what I meant was um what is it? Slash down everyday people. Mm-hmm. That's what I was thinking about. But about what? Lie and the family stone. I knew I was missing something. Sly stone. You didn't correct me, sis. Oh, um, so you're still waking up. You took a nap. I did. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm thinking. And it could have been longer. But anyway. Sorry. <laughs> my computer was doing what my computer does. I could have just started. On our other one, but again, I didn't have the patience for 30 minutes. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, so what I'm thinking is yes, random or everyday people, people meaning black women. However, I'm thinking um lessons learned, obstacles overcome, things that you want to tell your younger self. Like what's something that if you had to Ooh, maybe that's the theme. If you had the platform to share, mm-hmm. what would you share? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Letters to your younger self. Or not, I mean, we could say letters, but or we don't have to say letters, but yeah, thoughts for your younger self mm-hmm. is the way to. Yeah, that would be cool. And so my thinking is we would um you know, pull people that we start with people we know. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I don't know how many listeners we have. Somewhere in the neighborhood of 20, I think. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, we know a lot of people mm-hmm. who got something to say. Mm-hmm. Um, and it doesn't have to be something profound or, you know, this is just my girlfriend's story i love to tell this story and y'all wouldn't believe what happened <gasps> i was on twitter mm-hmm. 
This woman got raped. Trigger warning. Sorry. This woman was raped. Um, she seemed like she was young in her 20s. Mm-hmm. But she's texting um, the young man mm-hmm. afterwards because she was pissed and she was, you know, and I don't get the sense that she's going to report this or anything. Um, she says, why do you think I blocked you? Be for real. I told you I didn't want to fuck. I told you to stop rubbing on me, all of that. You don't know. You don't know what stop or no means. He says, man, but you still let me. What you mean? Thought you was trying to FWS, fuck with something? Yeah, FWS? Mm-hmm. Okay. I mean, definitely the first two. And she mm-hmm. said, I did told you no so many times. How many times I told you no and to stop. But when I bent you over and pulled your pants down, you was mute. What you mean? She said, be honest. I asked you to be my I asked you to be my third body. You asked to be my third body. I said, no. You asked to get in the backseat. I said, no. And he said, and you wasn't saying stop for real, for real. She said, my nigga, I was high and stuck. Guess the the fuck I was. Mm -hmm. He said, she said, you tried to put your hand in my pants. I told you to stop every single time. He said, but you was letting me. She said, I was high and stuck. Nigga didn't even didn't even ask if I wanted to fuck before pulling my pants down. He said you wasn't that high, bro. She said you waited until I reached over to turn the car on and then you flipped me over or t- something like that. And I was like, oh my god, like I needed to trigger warning myself when I read that because I was right. like, she's literally saying to the dude to stop. I told you no, yeah, and. He was like, because she wasn't resisting him physically. And she's saying, I couldn't because I was high. Right? Then he took that as, you don't really mean no. You're just saying no because you're not pushing off on me. I don't care if it's a story like that. You know, I would need to be braced mm-hmm. or whatever. Mm-hmm, but mm-hmm. Um, that was the point of me telling you that. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, not to kind of make the point. Yeah. So, like, if you encounter somebody on social media and you're like, hey, you want to talk about this on our podcast type of thing. Okay. Um, remember that lady who had a situation driving down the street with the other woman yelling, cussing her out, trying to drive her off the road? Something like those type of things. Mm. Stories. Just mm. because... We're black women and our, our voices matter. Right. Why do you have to be a celebrity in order to, to, to be able to, to be heard? Yeah. Right. 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 Yeah, agree. That's crazy. Mm-hmm. That story. Um, so anyway, yeah, ain't that crazy? So people was like, that's why I don't smoke with dudes like that, because you can't trust everybody. Right. It's terrible. Mm-hmm. That's terrible. Just making sure we haven't missed anything important in our email real quick. Which looks like I went back to January 28th and then regular.
Um, so yeah, do you have any thoughts about anybody who right off the top who that who you might want to um, invite? Not off the top, although I wanted to hear what you were, you know, we kind of have, your thoughts. We had, um, you know, when we had my coworker on with the lady who writes the romance stories. Mm -hmm. Those, that, that, that's yeah, people thoughts. like that. Yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. People we know who are striving or would or would be fun to talk to. Mm -hmm. When's the last time I talked to you? Last week? You were supposed to talk last week and we forgot. Was it Monday? Did we? It was Monday night. I feel like it was Monday night or Sunday. It was Sunday night. I told you we um, went looking for the house and the lady recommended a broker for us. You did what? We went to an open house. Uh-huh. And the lady, the realtor was there, was real cool, and she recommended it um, a broker. Oh, I recommended a broker. That's not what I heard when you just said that I was about to get crumb. Okay. A lot of you said she wouldn't open the house for y'all. I was like, well, huh? Okay. Gotcha. <laughs> I was like, what? Oh, you didn't hear what I said at all. No, I heard it. But when you said, did I tell you we went to an open house and the lady wouldn't open up for us. Like that was, oh. so I misheard you. So I was like, what? So that's why I, I okay, I'm with you. Okay. She recommended a broker. Okay. Yeah, because we were just talking and she was like, you know, a lot of people don't know. Like people have told me you got to find the right broker. You got to find the right broker. And nobody's ever given me that who person. Yeah. <laughs> like, okay, who um, who and she that? was like, you know, first she was saying go with somebody. I guess people their broker charges now that will make a cash offer on your behalf so that you can be competitive. Okay. And then they'll just turn around and sell the house to you. Okay. Um, you know, it's something you do within like 90 days or whatever. Mm -hmm. Um, so she was saying that, but she was also saying, um, the company she was recommending, they'll take a look at your all your documents and pull your credit reports and give you a, a timeline and a plan and tell you what you need to do. Mm -hmm. um, so really, all we had to do was save money. We need enough for closing costs and stuff like that. Have you talked to the broker yet? Yeah. Yeah, okay. So what, when, what is she giving as like a potential timeline? So our lease is up um, next month. And so we were saying, look, they're out asking us if we want to sign a 12 or a 15. So we were relying on her. And she, honestly, I'm kind of ill because if I had $13,000 right now, we could do it right now. Because there's literally nothing that we can do to fix our credit at this point. Credit's not bad. She was like, if you take these three, Chanel likes to put me on her cards so that I can have my own card, even though since we've been together, I told her not to do that. <laughs> um, so 
she took that she said get off of these cards as authorized users and that's going to give you another 40 points to your credit score my credit score was already over 700 and so yeah and then chanel had to come off of one and it shot hers up about 70 points um, I think somebody made a mistake with my student loan. That's what Sharon said. I was like, I shouldn't cold call and ask. Hell she was like, no. That's what Sharon said. Hell, why would you do that? It's $109,000. Hell no. Let them figure it out. What I told Chanel was, I'm going to be mad if a year passes and we go to do this. And then they're like, oh, where'd this $100,000 loan come from? No, don't be mad because you already had it in your mind that it was going to be there. You know what I mean? So it's just you retraining your mind. It's not there. It's a blessing. We're going to count that as story. And because this is what you thought you would have to deal with. Don't deal with it for as long as you don't have to deal with it. Because what if it don't come out? Okay. Keep it pushing. It's a lot of. Um, is it rubbing up on your face, your microphone? Maybe? So. Okay. okay. Is it better now? Yeah. A little bit. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. No. Mm. Mm. No. Mm. You gonna go looking for your loan? Mm. No, ma'am. That made no sense. Mm. Better make them find you. Mm. Would you go to a therapist who called her practice the bougie therapist? No. You would not? Mm -mm. I don't care for the term bougie I've learned recently either. It didn't Mm -hmm. always bother me. Mm -hmm. Um, But yeah, I'm learning that I don't necessarily care for the term. Because people are kind of using it in a way to set themselves apart or something Mm -hmm. when it's you know what I mean like I feel like that's kind of what people have I don't know anyway but no I wouldn't so she called herself the bougie therapist and I was like I don't really like that name um but I was thinking about so this is an Aya these are I happen to be wearing these earrings Chanel got me these earrings this Mm -hmm. is the tattoo that I have on my back Oh, okay. Where is it on your back? Is it lower, upper? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, go ahead. Um, and this is an Aya, which represents a firm, which means mm-hmm. endurance, perseverance, and independence. Mm-hmm. I love this symbol. And so when I've, up until this week, I've always thought that my practice or whatever, my It'll be part of your logo. Aya is what it's called. And I just feel like the, ter- the word Aya is too unfamiliar to people um and then I was like maybe I can make AYA stand for something maybe you know it can be whatever um but I thought of you because you know I spend a lot of time in my car now because I'm doing mobile crisis (laughs) and I've definitively stated that I'm going to work with children, adolescents, and young adults, Mm -hmm. Um, especially since I've been going out on these calls. 
um, these young kids who are experiencing these mental health breaks in their early mid-20s and they don't want to do anything about it. It's very disturbing. Um, so would you go to or recommend someone go to a practice called your favorite auntie? That one I like. It might be a little too familiar. Yeah, but I I I I like that better than. Well, I'm not the bougie therapist. No, no, no. I know. But I'm just saying. I'm trying to give a like of what it evokes, right? Because that's kind of what you're going for. Like mm-hmm. that evokes something that would make me want to be because interested. Because when I think about the kid, the people who I want to work with. That's how you want them to. My favorite teacher type of kids. That's yeah, because they can't. Teacher. And you know, they, it's only certain adults that you want to go talk to. Because you can't be the auntie. Uh, you don't like the word auntie. No, you don't like the word auntie. Yes, I know. That's why. It's, I like the word. That's why it's ironic. <laughs> I like auntie. But, you know, it's just, you know, when I, in my mind, I'm thinking about that person who you know the kids will go and talk to when they don't yeah 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 that's you know can we do something around like I'm I'm a spitball but like um completely spitball but like auntie safe space or like something safe space because that's kind of what you're doing too right like it's like a you want to create like a safe space, like a embrace, like or a. Or it could just be the safe space. It could just be the safe space. So my uh, conflict is this: I don't think that this puts me in mind of spiritual, bohemian, like Mother mm-hmm. Earth type of thing, and it doesn't match with the auntie vibe, which is okay. Because it's not to say that I can't still have this because there's still the nonprofit. So, you know. But it can also. So two things. One, you could use it as a name and not necessarily in the way that you know it to be. Like you could kind of flip it and use it as like I a safe space, for instance, or, you know. But another thought is you could also make sure to use it as like your logo, Make sure to incorporate it into your visual. And it doesn't, stuff. I don't have to name it at all. It's just correct. The it's there. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So this woman, shit. It's so funny. You're so, you've always been like that, very animated. Like I, you re, you physically react to things. I saw your physical reaction when I said that. Like, it's a good idea. <laughs> like you didn't say it, but your eyes were like, <laughs> but anyway, go ahead. Um, and then hold on, we gonna get to Adina. I just mm-hmm. the stuff is I haven't been able to talk this out with anybody. Shh, Chanel's not really good at this type of thing. Um, <laughs> bless her heart. Um, be like, all right, all right, just go do it. I want to, if my computer was was moving more quickly, I would pull it up and share the screen. But people got mad at this lady. Um, in this therapist group I'm in and I'm not particularly fond of the therapist it's called Black Therapists Rock mm. and 
she said, if you're a therapist who's not in therapy, oh no, it is, it is irresponsible and unethical to be a therapist and not be in therapy. And ooh, the people did not like that child at all. Now, the reason I mentioned the name of the group is because she, the thing about going to school to be a therapist. Mm. From that far back to actually being a PhD. Mm -hmm. It also takes people who have chosen to be life coaches rather than be therapists. Mm -hmm. And so um, it's a broad spectrum of people. That being said, people did not like her saying that at all. What was the overarching, like, criticism with it? I mean, I have my own feelings about it, but I'm trying to see what they said. We're professionals. We know when we need therapy. If we're mentally healthy, then why should we be in therapy? That's a broad brush. It's it's judgmental. It's unethical for you to make that judgment. That's what I thought about it. I didn't see the other part, but yeah, it just seems like a very uh, broad, it seems very like a very broad to generalized and judging well, statement to make. I think it's but. important for therapists to maybe check in on a monthly basis, at least. Yeah, yeah. Not necessarily perpetual, indefinite, yeah, yeah, yeah. therapy. Mm-hmm. Um. And she did kind of just drop it out there and keep it pushing. Without any context, without any conversation. It was almost like to be provocative. And then yes. it just dipped. Well, for whatever reason, the, the moderator of that group requires, the administrator of that group requires to approve your posts. So she posted it and then she went on about her business and then she was working. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it didn't get seen. So, mm-hmm. okay. Go to this website, yellowbirdcounseling.com. I just love her vibe. That's the energy, the look I want. Hello, uh oh, yellow bird counseling. I just love Aww. look at look at the pictures that she has. That's the energy that I want. Let's see. Wait, where are the pictures? Services? She's got a couple of pictures on her Oh, down here. Okay, okay. She's a rattler. Is that what I'm seeing? Or is that what she's doing? Maybe not. I don't know. That looked like the little strike thing that they do. Oh, because it's a white lady on the end right there. She could have told the white lady she got to do it. That's true. Um, I don't know. But... It's just, you know, it's bright, it's casual, she looks fun. Yeah. You know. That's interesting because I was gonna send you to my therapist thing, but hers is very um it's not as fun as this. So males I get it. are cute. 
She's so silly. Yeah. She's not the one who said that. And the thing is, it's funny because it says, um, we believe that everyone needs a therapist, even therapists. It says it on her homepage. So Mm -hmm. when I saw it, I was like, okay, well. Their their logos are similar. Look, go to uh, creating, yeah, creating sustaining joy.com. That's why it made me think of my therapist because the things are similar. But anyway. Okay. I just, and so, okay, so here's the other issue. Your favorite auntie, your favorite auntie? Mm-hmm. Somebody has a podcast named that. Your favorite auntie. Hmm. It's not trademarked, though. Well, I just didn't want to create the. Well, yeah. yeah. I mean, there's different ways to say it. So, yeah, oh, I have see. To be yeah, the logo looks similar. Similar. Mm-hmm. I like it. And you just have the, the Aya on there. Yeah. You know, it doesn't have to necessarily be named or whatever. Yeah. It's a mental health practice called the Safe Space in Virginia. I can pull some kids. I like your favorite auntie though. Mm-hmm. Is, is it too casual? Is it too chill? But I think for what for the the audience, mm-hmm. I hate to say audience, but you know what I mean. But the demographic, demographic. that's a better way of saying it. Mm-hmm. Um, that makes sense. Right now, the only issue is that with children and adolescents, you've got to deal with their parents. You know, finding you and well, that's true too. Yeah, that's true. So, and appealing to them or striking mm-hmm. that balance. Yeah. Um, but she hasn't trademarked it, although she is followed by Gabrielle Union on Instagram. Which one? Favorite auntie or the podcast? Mm-hmm. But like I said, she ain't trademarked it. So, and she's not a therapist, although she gives advice. An advice podcast. Anyway, she got 12 months to figure it out. I got like, no, she got like nine months to figure it out. I'm going to incorporate. I'm trying to think of some other things, some other ways to say that. I mean, you seem to like that, so I guess that's that. I but do it like might that, be but it's not necessarily to... the it, it. I don't like that the chick has a podcast out there. Name right, that, you know? right, right. You don't want to create confusion from the beginning. And is it your or ya? Yeah? Because I'm a your type of chick. <laughs> or is it ya? Yeah? Well, I, I think yeah? that would be that would be one of those things. I would say your. 
because that's when you do want to strike that balance between appealing to the children and to their parents who will be paying <laughs> for your service. So on Instagram, it's your favorite auntie show. While you are. Mm-hmm. And I just got a new phone and Instagram is not, for whatever reason, Instagram was not on it. So I haven't downloaded it yet. But Everybody's favorite auntie? possibly i'll keep playing with that if when you get texts from me that seem like i have Tourette's, just follow me (laughs) (laughs) you'll know what i'm talking about everybody's favorite the favorite a favorite auntie. Hmm. And the last thing is, for the second time this year, I got a call from Nikki. Which, for the second time, I chose to ignore. Because I figured... You're not nearly as nosy as I am. And for the second time, it went to voicemail and it was silence. So I'm wondering if it was just a butt dial both times. Because there's a call. First time, I was laying in the bed with Chanel and I was shocked and I was we were talking and it was she gets mad when I'm on the phone when she wants to socialize and so I was like I'm not in the mood anyway we mm-hmm. talking you know send a voicemail she can send a she can leave, leave a message or send an email text but that was months ago Is a, was it a long were both long silent messages at least 30 seconds okay Okay, well, yeah, maybe it was butt down there. That's what I'm saying. It was a butt down. I hate to feel stupid and call or something like that. Well, you wouldn't feel stupid. It would just be like, I don't know whether this was intentional or not. So, and it was, this was the same. I mean, it depends on if you want to do it right. Like, I don't know if it was intentional or not. This was like the second time. So I just wanted to make sure everything was okay. If you she did indeed January want to make sure 20- everything was okay. Sure, January 24th at 8, 17 p.m. and June 21st at 4, 27 p.m. And both times she left a message. I mean, both times it went to voicemail and it was just silence. And I was like listening for an oh shit, you know, or something like, oh, I didn't mean to doubt that. You know, you know, I didn't mean to do that or whatever. Because you know how when you call somebody and that's the last person you want to call. I don't know if you've ever done that before liking stalking somebody and you on an Instagram page and you like the picture by mistake that type of moment I know that's what she was doing uh, yeah like, yeah I can't relate no like you know what what I don't like about Instagram is like the new that little video thing that they've put up there in the like their user interface at this point is trash somebody needs to change that you know like so if you go to the DMs mm-hmm. and up in the upper right hand corner is like that little video chat button 
like go and do your chest. Some, you can like easy like it's really easy to make the mistake and push that doggone button and yeah like what anyway um i'm gonna show you yeah so it's like look oh no mm -mm. this is oh, like yeah. right up there it's mm -hmm. like so easy to like push that doggone button it's like a fake facetime right i hate it so much i really hate it okay what you got this, this week Dana? you said what do i what now what you got this week what you got going on um social girl so jaren leaves saturday so i'm like and i'm going up with him so trying to pack him to Baltimore, did you say? Philadelphia. Philadelphia, okay. Yeah, so I gotta we gotta pack. Um work was hell this past week. Except that. Why was it hell? It was because one of my colleagues, she uh she was on vacation. Um like she worked Monday, but then she was out for the rest of the week. And I think she's out on Tuesday, this coming Tuesday as well. Um, but I am her backup. And we have, I don't know whether I told you this last time, but, um, you know, one of the main things that Wells Fargo does as a major bank is mortgages. Obviously, we've heard about. <laughs> um, but because of the stuff that's going on in the mortgage industry, like we have a lot of layoffs that we're doing because of the downturn, right? So anyway, um, so we had like a bunch of cases that were due this past Friday and <sighs> Yeah, it just it, it was just a lot trying they to get laid like, people off before they had stuff that need they need them to complete. Oh, we recorded. <laughs> um, no, it's just like based on the forecast, like how the forecast has changed. The great thing though is that it's it's not like they're not act. How can I put? They haven't been noticed yet. So these people will have opportunities to find other things, but just based on the forecast, they won't be able to be in the positions that they're in currently. So anyway, but it's like a whole like process um, of putting together all of that stuff. So I was just busy putting together all of the, all of the stuff that it was like, three, four cases that I was working on. It was just a long week. It was, I didn't get information I was needing. It was just like, it was a lot. Did you feel stressed? I was very stressed. Yeah. Did you use your coping skills? Are you up on your self-care? Yeah, we can hurry up, clearly. That's what, um, that's kind of, yeah. I, I, I have to catch up on that <laughs> I worked out 
Tuesday. I didn't Thursday. Did I Thursday? No, I didn't. So I said, I, I need to go work out today, probably after we get off. Just a little quick something. Um, I wish we lived closer. Why? I need an accountability partner. Go out and walk around this track with me. Oh. We've got a half mile track right around the corner. Mm-hmm. I don't be feeling like it. It's hot right now, too, though. I go first thing in the morning. Okay. I could join the Crunch Fitness. It just opened up a crunch by my house, but I'm just like, I realize I'm not motivated to do it. So why should I spend my money? Yeah. I do like a little, um, I think I told you about her, this girl that I found, well, my best friend, one of my best friends found her, but um, but she does like Zoom, like she does classes on Zoom. And then she also has like videos on her YouTube and they're literally like 30 minute hits. Yeah. So I'll actually send you a link and you can try it and see what you think. Yeah, because I already, I've downloaded some stuff on YouTube that I yeah. should be doing in my bedroom. Yeah. So, anyway. Um, so, that link I just sent you is a house I'm trying to prevent sharing to get. $1.4 million house. Why are you trying to convince her to get it? Because she needs a new house. Her house is too small. Um, and um, it's a million dollar house. And it's a wow. foreclosure. Wow. Oh, that's nice. It's just got a lot of work that needs. She says, April, it's easily two to three hundred thousand dollars worth of work. Oh, I see. They dogged it out. How you dog a house out that looked like this? It was mad because it's a foreclosure. People are ridiculous. Like, that's weird. Um, People are weird. Yeah, so, oh, this is it right here. Like, there are walls punched. Busted holes in the walls, you know. Why? Because they was mad, probably. But what? Who are you mad at? They're mad at the bank, so they don't want the bank to get as much money. Oh, that's what people do? Hmm. Wow, this is, I, I didn't know that. I didn't know that was a thing. Like the halfway painted stuff. They all flush cement down the toilet. Wow. Because you hadn't paid your mortgage. Yeah, they might have fallen off the hard times, but you know, the wealthy don't take it well when they, um. and actually that was That's something that, that came up with that realtor that we saw when we went to that open house a few weeks ago she was like people who know how to make money if they lose it they know how to get it back really quickly Mm -hmm. I was like I hear you but is that true because people also are likely to jump out of a building when they lose money just saying Uh, but to her point though those are the ones the ones who jump out the building don't think they can make it again so no, there's that. <sighs> I think this is it right here. Okay. So anyway, yeah. So at first she was like, hey, what a house needs so much work. And then she was like, it's on six acres. She wants a lot of land. 
because she's been saying for years that she wanted a family compound. Hmm. Um, and it's on six acres. That's plenty of space to be able to add a, another two or three houses, right? Shoot, maybe four or five. Um, but I would say two or three. Um, I mean, those are nice size lots, if two or three, but yeah. Uh, yeah, I want to be right up on you. Hmm. Um, but also, it's also in a community, hmm. in a, a neighborhood. So she, her reluctance to doing the compounds that would typically, you know, you get that much land, you're far away from mm-hmm. a lot of people. She mm-hmm. says it marries the two things that are most important to her, and that's A, being in a community, mm-hmm. and B, having a lot of land. Interesting. Um, that's interesting that it's in a community with that much land. Mm-hmm. So she went, so last week, I sent this to her two weeks ago. And I was, they went out, they drove by and looked at it. She was like, the, the land is all overgrown. She's like, it's going to cost mm. thousands to get the landscaping done. Um, and she said, uh, she was like, yeah, it's, it's nice, but no. And then the next time I talked to her, she was at the grocery store and I heard her saying, Bobby's looking at this, telling some dude, yeah, Bobby's looking at this house, so we're we going to give you a call. I said, are you talking about the house that I sent you? She was like, yeah, Bobby said that he's going to have somebody show in the house. And I was like, I thought you said it was too much work. And she says, yeah, but, you know, we're thinking about it. When can you get a million dollar home? It's not mm-hmm. even, it's $1.4 million mm-hmm. was the value of that house. Mm-hmm. For $550,000? She right. can afford more house than that, right? Than five hundred thousand. So, yeah, that's a steal. She can, yeah. and then and, do the work that she start pay for the work. Is, she's Bobby doing. makes enough money. Like Bobby works too damn much. First of all, he has multiple sources of income, mm. and apparently his practice just got bought out by somebody else, and he's at this hospital, and the hospital is like, "Well, we're going to pay people based off of your." Um, based off of how many people you bring in or something like that. And so a lot of people were getting pay cuts. They gave him a, an increase, mm. a $70,000 raise because of the number of people he was seeing. Mm. So, yeah, I said, sure, and he got him making like $300. She says, April, he's making more than double that. I was like, oh, y'all are doing really well, in somebody's house and be quiet. Uh-huh. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, you can, you can afford to have a couple of months of double payments mm-hmm. to mortgages, right? But anyway, mm-hmm. so I tried. So then last week we were talking, and I was like, I'm gonna call a lady and schedule you out to look at the house. She said, okay. She's like, you know, I just don't feel like talking to nobody. She didn't want to talk to nobody. And I was mm-hmm. like, well, what if she asked me something I don't know the answer to? She was like, like what? And it's like I don't know but anyway so she didn't call the lady and I asked her this yesterday if she had looked at it and she was like she said the house is under contract and I was like oh I said you missed out taking your time she was like yeah she said I always miss out on stuff like that I wanted to go look at the house last night it was relisted I fell through I'm like bitch go get this goddamn house yeah 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 oh get the house it's it's back on the market yeah 
All mm. she said was I saw. Anyway. Mm. Okay. So she's been stalking it too. She's stalking it too. <laughs> she she moves too slow for me. She mm. moves too slow for me. Analysis paralysis. I have that generally, but that's when it comes to deciding to pull the trigger. Everything else I would have done. Um mm. Mm-hmm. We talked about our least favorite characters when we left off. Okay. Have we talked about Miguel? No. Okay. See, we no. talked about it already. And so I don't remember what we talked about and got recorded and what we talked about. So, so if, so I'll say this because I actually, look at me, still got the nose right here. So if we, you said we, had not talked about our least favorite moments or we talked about not liking um Kate. That was the prior one. Yes. Is that what you're saying where we left off or that's where we started out on the last one? We left off. We left off talking about disdain for Kate. I'm saying that was the that was where we got cut off that first time. Mm-hmm. Okay. So then the next thing would be um Miguel like the the least favorite um wait no I say the least favorite moments the kids problem with Miguel okay okay and then have we already talked about favorite episodes and then it was okay, relatable storyline situations and thoughts on Rebecca. Was that it? Mm-hmm. You look incredulous. Not incredulous, uncertain. Okay. Is what it is. I'm recording already, so okay. Although I just look, I was traumatized. I know. Although I felt like the last one that we did, we were tired anyway. It was very low yeah. energy. Yeah, I remember you saying. And I'm that. not hyped right now, but I'm not tired. I'm still waking up, but I'm not. You what is some, happening? Want to do some chicken jets? Oh, there it is. Girl, I don't know jump jet. See, I'm I'm that though. I'm you know I'm I'm clearly not. You know I'm I'm I'm, I'm wide enough. <laughs> Doing no damn jumping jet, scrambling my brain. Shit already. Anyway, you got some braids done. I've been looking at them the whole time. Like look at braids. Have you? My nails. Mm-hmm. I got them done. I think I saw them. Yeah, you got the tie dye on them. Yes, yes, because I said, yeah, yes. I showed I my girl your nails. These. Mm-hmm. What she say? She was like, they don't look bad. She's so sweet. She was like, they don't, they don't look, look bad. horrible. No, that's yeah. why I was able to walk out in the salon with them. Yeah, this is like, not they... what I wanted. I was like, yeah, I think I was like, I think that she's just not. I was like, because I told her your whole thing. I was like, she had a girl that she really loved. And blah blah blah. I was like, you know, whatever. And I was like, so I think it's just, you know, she hasn't found anyone that she loves as much as all. And I have this girl 
is capable of doing the work, which is why I keep going. I'm sticking with her mm-hmm. because she has a steady hand. Mm-hmm. So what I'm, and I can't show her like three, four different pictures, mm-hmm. which is what I did this time. So she didn't understand what I wanted because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. I wanted the lighter green solid underneath with marbling on top. You want an inspired by, not necessarily like duplicate of. Like, yes. and she can duplicate a picture, but she can't understand when you want to read. She can't duplicate a picture it. because I showed her a picture of a, of, a, of marble on a nail, and this is what she came up with. Mm-hmm. So next time I found a YouTube video, I'm going to show her the YouTube video that tells her how to do the marbling. See, that's too much. I could, I could no, not. No, what I do is it's, it's no. I'm seconds. saying, I'm saying, I could not be oh, the person true. to yeah it's like because i already don't Athena. even know what i want so. so every black woman nail tech is not a good black woman nail tech i know i mean that goes for every that goes for braider yes. hairstylist like everything yes. so 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 yeah so i found some good ones but none of them are close to me yeah even the one i went to was in sandy spring she in Buckhead. yeah uh-uh. sorry i turned it off for a reason hold on oh you digging in your nose and you want me to see hmm you see it in your nose. You don't want me to see. Mm-mm. You in your mouth. You don't want me to see. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Something to my tooth. Oh yes. Something. <laughs> Something wrong. I don't like that. Anyway. Okay. Um. Yeah. 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 So. Farewell. So. so yes. So like, there's somebody in Australia that people are trying to get me to go to, and I'm like, I don't like the word hood. Okay. Unless I know what you mean when you're saying it. And like, Bobby doesn't like Jada Pinkett Smith. He says she's hood and she brings Will Smith down. She, he said this before the slap. Hmm. I've heard that before. You've heard that from other people before? Yeah. Oh, yeah. And I'm like, so finally, I was like, Sherry, what do you mean? What does he mean by hood? Because I, I disagree that she's hood. Mm-hmm. Like, she is from... Baltimore mm-hmm. and one could say she's from you know she grew up in a hood environment mm-hmm. but I wouldn't say that Jada Pinkett is hood you know I think of hood I think of city girls and mm-hmm. you know maybe Cardi B you know maybe maybe right. you know but she might just be New York Dominican right know. right right exactly just unfamiliar to us in that mm-hmm. way I don't think of Jada Pinkett as hood. And so Sherry is like, you just really like her and you're biased towards her. And I'm like, I do like her, but I think that's a mischaracterization. I'm probably not impartial enough to respond to it because I say the same. And and I will take it a step further. Me and Jada share a lot of similar characteristics. Yes. Mm-hmm. Like people have always told me, I see it myself. So I would especially take exception to people like I I can be hood, but I'm sure. not. Like that's not something that I would say people should just. So I would say the same about her. Like she can be I don't think that we've seen that like 
we ain't really seen her be hood. We've seen her hint at the fact that she can be, but we hadn't seen her be hood. Like I can be, but we had so, words if you called me that. <laughs> you know what I mean? So like, Sharon is not a fan of Jada Pinkett Smith, but she's always pushed back on Bobby disparaging her and saying how she's not good for Will or whatever up until the slap. And then Sharon felt like she she said to me she's not good for him. And I was like, are you blaming her for that? And she said he looked at her and whatever transpired between when he looked at her was when she, whatever. She said, I've been married to Bobby for 20 years and I know when he's about to do something stupid. Not when he never did it before though. He's never that's done true. anything he's like that before. That, that's so true. what would make you... She's like, he's, I know what he's about. I, I know that look. I know what he's about. Will's mom said she'd never seen him do anything like that. So well, if I his mom... What she say yeah, oh, it was on Good Morning America. It was like a, a clip, like oh, an really? interview. She was like, he's never done anything. You can Google. You could find that clip. But she was like, he's never done anything like that. So what would make anybody in his family think to try to stop him okay. if he's never done anything that would make them think he's about to do something to make them try to stop him like it don't, it don't make any logical sense he is also very so she's very she don't care about what other people think but she's very cognizant about how you present yourself in public if that makes sense i think you probably are too um to a degree i don't get into what I feel like I don't get as far into respectability politics as some people do. I wouldn't call it respectability, but it's a very um, Southern, um, her, her family is um, Kalia Heights mm -hmm. raised, you know, mm -hmm. very Southern. They would call it res this respectability era, I guess. Mm -hmm. you know, yeah, yeah, um, yeah, of course. Because they were considered, they weren't wealthy, but, you know, they were, they were classy. Well-to-do. Somewhat well-to-do, you know, it's not like the, the parents were educated. I'm talking about her grandparents raising her parents. Okay. Her mom and her, her aunts and all of them. Like over there in that area off of uh, You said okay. Collier Heights. Mm -hmm. Yeah, off a of Collier Road uh, mm -hmm. area. Um, we went to church over there. It used to be Shock Temple. I don't know what is that church is called now. They, they sold it. But mm -hmm. yeah, so it's a very um, Southern, you know, polite and, you know, mm -hmm. don't make a fool of yourself. Yeah, but, yeah. don't you know, be out here looking crazy. Don't be right. out here making us look crazy. Yeah. Type of thing. Yeah, I um, get that. But I stopped short of saying the respectability. I think okay. yeah, I stopped short of that, but yes. Okay. But that's how, yeah. So, yeah. So I would agree with you that we're similar in that way. But um, she was, she, she was like, she was not good for him. And I was like, I don't understand how you said, but see, Bobby also, Bobby is an asshole and gets in. He does asshole. He gets in a bad mood quick. Not mm -hmm. quick, but frequently. Mm -hmm. And 
she recognizes when it's coming and she, you know, she's like, I'm not, you know, she leaves him alone to do whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, but she's quick to try to stop people from doing stuff and that bothers me. I'm like, don't, if you're making more of a scene by trying to stop it from happening, stop what you think is going to happen mm-hmm. than being like, uh, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I got, I had a therapist correct me about Chanel or something like that one time. Because Chanel flies off the handle really quickly and she started to jump out the car one time at somebody and I grabbed her. I broke my nail and everything. And the therapist was like, why did you do that? And I'm like, she might get hurt. Mm-hmm. And the therapist was like, that's not your responsibility. Hmm. Which I was like, that's my partner. Mm-hmm. Why isn't it my responsibility to stop her from doing something that, I, that could be dangerous? Mm-hmm. I don't know. Anyway, her husband's probably do that, but you're right. We have not seen Will do that. And if you say his mama said that too, that, that what that man mama said. And he been, she been his mama for 50 some odd years. And she said she ain't never seen her child do nothing like that. She's never seen that in him. Go, like, Google that clip. I forgot who it was, but yeah, she was like, So I'm like, he's he's never been. Y'all been calling Will soft. Like his whole, like the 30 some odd years we've known him. Mm-hmm. So why would she think that he was going to get up on an Oscar stage and slap this man? Why? I told her I didn't appreciate her saying I was biased. I said, you're also biased because you don't like her. So right. why does my right. bias matter? Right. Like right. right. I, I'll, I always call people out for that too. Because <laughs> it's like, so you don't understand what's, what's going on here? It's okay for it's you a, it's to a say two-way I'm street. being biased, but you have stated as long as I'm... Now, she is really good at knowing, at recognizing specific characteristics in people that rub her the wrong way. Mm. But what I, what we recently found out, it was fascinating. I really should have her on the podcast for this. Yes, but she probably would not want to. But it was fascinating. There was a girl she went to high school with who she didn't like. Mm-hmm. She never liked the girl, but the girl was friends with, casually friends with her best friend, who was a, a white guy in high school. Mm-hmm. Um, and the white guy always felt like, why don't he asked her recently, why didn't you like her? It was a black girl? Mm-hmm. Okay. A PK. Um, very much, um, you know, representing her family. I'm a preacher's kid. I got to, you know, I have to carry myself a certain way be mm-hmm. and so Sharon saw that and I said I said you know there are certain characteristics that you she immediately identifies first of all she's not a social person she don't have a lot of she don't like a lot of people anyway like you dismiss people really quickly for whatever reason I said but a lot of times those things that you see in them that, that you don't like are not indicative of that thing. It could be indicative of something else, not that thing that you don't like. But you counsel everybody who represents that thing, even if it comes from four or five different things, four or five different reasons. To you, this thing is indicative of this other one thing. It's like you're eliminating all these other people that show that. Does Mm. that make sense? I was about to ask for the example and to make it make sense. You don't like when people are fake. Okay. But sometimes people aren't fake as much as they might be doing something else. It's not always just superficially fake. 
they're, they might not be fake. They might be guarded. Like, Sometimes I don't know you guarded. in that way. So I'm not going to, I'm only going to give you, yeah. So, um, so he asked her and I said that, and then she was like, huh? Because I cut her off and she was a little irritated that I cut her off and I said, this is why you do that. And then he came back with the explanation of, you know, she was like that because of this, 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 this. And Sharon was like, well, that makes sense that I would not, that I would be turned off. Yeah, but I I can see why I was turned off because it came across this way. So she don't like Gabrielle Union. I said, Sharon, you don't like a lot of outgoing, outspoken personalities in general. Mm -hmm. Interesting. I said, you typically veer away from them. She wouldn't like me if she wasn't forced to be around. I was about to say, she she wouldn't like me. It's interesting. She liked you. In the really? conversation she was like she liked you there was something off about kenji i don't know what it was kenji seemed more outgoing in that conversation oh you think so mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. kenji Could was be. more yeah i think she tends to dislike the big personalities, personalities. yeah mm-hmm. yeah um because she doesn't like gabrielle union I'm, and i'm like Why i've heard a lot like of people gabrielle say union? that too mm-hmm. and so when i told her you know, some of Gabrielle's history, she grew up in Nebraska. She was the only black girl. She was raped, yeah. you know, at this, and, and she was like, she was, you could hear her like, oh, wow. You know, even mm. um, Rachel Lindsay, I really started listening to higher learning. I like yeah. them. Yeah, I like both I, I still them. don't listen to it, but you know, I told you Jaren loves higher learning. So. I started listening to it because I like, mm-hmm. I like who he is. And I, wow, yeah. Uh-huh. And Van I is like, fascinating. I love his support for black women. Mm-hmm. I like how they admit what they don't know. Yep. You know. Yep. And try to get people that are in those areas to talk about it. Like, yeah. And I like, I like that I was wrong about who she. Yeah. The article that you made is. me read about, like, that was fascinating because you know I don't, I didn't follow anything, but. That, that was very interesting because she was not who I would have thought she no. would have been to be on that show. And Sharon doesn't watch The Bachelor or The Bachelorette, but she watched that season because it was the first Black woman. And she formed an opinion about her. Of course. And yeah. we didn't never talk about it in depth. Yeah. But um, I don't know that she represented herself completely you know, in a way, as much as she does on this podcast. on that but, show. but after reading the article, you can see that she did not feel like she could. She, she, she mm-hmm. seemingly felt like she had that pressure of feeling like she had to represent a certain thing mm-hmm. as, you know, and she didn't have the support of people. Like, and it's funny, Sharon has dated several whites. Her first, her last trying to figure out when she started dating John. She started dating white guys right after high school. Hmm. Not as a matter of preference. Hmm. It was who she was around. And I don't even know if it was who she was around. Like one of them was a police officer. She was dating this police officer. White guy. And they're probably MAGAs actually reflecting that. Um, there's a they are white police guys they're absolutely magnus but anyway um yeah but i mean this was 
30 years ago. Yeah, who knew? Um, yeah. <laughs> you know, she was, his family liked her, whatever. Um, but he was mentally abusive, emotionally mm. abusive to her. Mm. Um, she lost, people thought she was anorexic. She lost, she was so thin our first year, her first year of college. And she's already thin. Mm-hmm. Mm. Um, and then she dated a guy who she went to high school with who to this day is still married. He loves black women. Okay. And they were friends in high school, but they weren't friends in high school. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. She, so, and then she dated a third guy, I think. Um, and I think she realized at some point, okay, yeah, I'm full of white guys, but mm-hmm. it wasn't like I prefer white guys type of thing. But anyway, I think she felt like Rachel's preference was white guys and she felt a way about that. Oh. And I thought it was funny because Given Rachel she had, had dated. never dated a white guy prior to that right. show. Right. But you dated. Right, 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 right. right. <laughs> I got high school, so. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Anyway, that's my friend, though. I love her, but you know. Yeah. We, are. we all have our things, child. Our blind spots and stuff. What? All right, 30 minutes. Let's wrap this up. Okay. You ready? Okay. You saw Jurassic Park, Jurassic World, short snail just sent me. I do not want to go to the No. Cell wants to go see the everything, everywhere, anytime, however, whatever the name of that long as title is. What'd you think? Wait, no, that wasn't out that long ago. The everything, every what is it called? For my birthday. Everything, everywhere, all at once. Yes. You liked it? Oh. There are people who really liked it. Jalen really liked it. I thought it was a Marvel movie. Yeah, she was like, it's it's Marvel-ish, but it's not it Marvel. Marvel-ish at all. It just has a multiverse in it. And when they said well, that's the, word, the thing. But it said they did it better than Marvel is what she said. She was like, they have the multiverse and they do it better than that was her Marvel is estimation. Marvel a long time to explain the multiverse. Yeah. They're, they're taking a long time to explain it. They are. They are. Um, which I think they put a bow on it after Loki. I don't know if you watched Loki yet. Uh-huh. I think it's on purpose. Because we went and saw Wasn't Face 2, Doctor Strange. Doctor Strange. We, we're, we're up to date. We, we, haven't, we haven't seen Thor yet. But it, it hasn't even come out. July 8th. Okay. Anyway, but go ahead. Have you, are you up to date with, Cap, with, uh, with Ms. Marvel? Marvel. I've not watched Ms. Marvel. Jaren has watched Ms. Marvel. It's I've not watched Ms. Marvel. Four episodes at this point. Okay. So okay. probably a good time to watch the first four. Okay. It, the first episode, she knows like I'm, I'm ready to turn it off, and I'm like, chill out. Mm-hmm. Um, but I thought it was a Marvel movie because they use the word multiverse, mm-hmm. um, and it has nothing to do with Marvel at all. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I was really excited for Christine. <laughs> anyway, mm-hmm. uh, it's just so metaphorical. Okay. Which, you know, I'm a very literal person. Mm-hmm. And I can pick up on the poetry and, and the, all this stuff, but at some point I'm just like, good Lord, this is a way roundabout where you talk about the relationship between a mother and a daughter. Mm, okay. Okay. And that's really all it's about is the relationship between a mother and her daughter. A mother and her father, a, a father and his daughter, and the daughter and her daughter. Interesting. So, did I appreciate the overall message? 
but it was too too much. It was too much. Gotcha. But you know, you um you're the new the music person. You pick up on the poetry quicker than I do. So have to marinate on stuff for a minute and I was just like I was in the movie like I'm over all of this like literally they were two rocks sitting on a cliff at one point in one universe and they were like people with noodles for arms in another you know it was like Mm, 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 okay yeah okay I'm sorry I got us off track that time that was my fault okay no I started with Jurassic World oh yeah no I ain't saying that Mm mm-mm I don't have no interest in that. Oh, no. Mm. Okay. All right, you ready to start? Yep. Dina, you ready to do this? I know. It's like a part two or something, but the people don't even know this part two, right? The people know it's a part two. Okay. But the people don't know it's really part two B. (laughs) Part two, (laughs) take two. Part two, take two. (laughs) Got it. Y'all, we tried to record part two after work one day, and Mm, we don't ever need to do that again. Not never. (laughs) Not never. It was a mess. I was tired. You was tired. It was a mess. It was a mess. The worst part of it was I forgot to press record, so here we are again. Technology is not our friend. (laughs) What are you supposed to ask me? What am I supposed to ask you? Did you press record? <laughs> oh, well, I've been seeing the little, I looked and I see the little red thing up there in the corner uh, flashing at me. So I ain't got to ask because I checked for myself this time. Always Thank check you, for ma'am. yourself, kids. That was smart. Thank when, you, ma'am. When a guy so, says he's going to wear a condom, you don't you check for oh. yourself, kids. Just, you know, I'm here for all the tips. Go ahead. No. <laughs> did you watch, did you watch the movie with, um, who is the girl, the bubblegum girl? The bubblegum girl. Oh, you didn't watch the bubblegum show? No. Oh, what are you talking about? Dina. The bubblegum Bu- show. Here is some information about okay. chewing gum. It's not called bubblegum. Stop. That's enough. 24-year-old oh, Beyonce fanatic Hold Tracy up. Gordon. Michaela Cole. You know Michaela Cole? It sounds familiar. She had, t- oh my gosh, Tina. Michaela Cole had a show on Netflix a year ago. Oh, yes. Ago. I will destroy you. I may destroy I you. I may destroy you. Yes, 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 yes. I, yes, yes. I, okay. I, I think about the show is called, the first show was called Chewing Gum. Okay. Okay. And it's weird. Okay. It's wacky. That's like the bubble had, gum girl. Okay. Yeah. So her show was called Chewing Gum, and that was a little funny little sitcom on Netflix. Okay. Then she came back with I May Destroy You, which was on mm-hmm. HBO. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And the laws in Britain are much more favorable towards women. Mm-hmm. And the dude, um, they were having consensual sex, and then he removed the condom. Mm-hmm. And then it no longer was consensual, because she mm-hmm. didn't know. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Just, yeah. Mm-hmm. Did you see, you said you saw it. I'm no, I did not see that, but oh. I I knew that that was a thing. But yeah, yes. no, I did not. So see that. the whole story is about how all that unfolds. Mm-hmm. Michaela Cole, amazing black girl she, magic. She's an amazing writer, from what I she like, an amazing is. creator. You yeah. really should watch that show, Dina. I was afraid, but well, you were I'll afraid? think about it. Yeah, yeah, because it seemed very like 
eh, I don't know. You know, you know, sometimes emotionally, I'm like, I don't feel like feeling all those emotions. So people talked about how sexual emotional trauma. Stuff. The yeah. sexual trauma stuff was a yes. little heavy. Yes. But the racial trauma thing wasn't a it wasn't an issue at all. It wasn't a thing at all. Okay. okay. Yeah. I Which, mean not that that's typically I think what you have been treated. Racial trauma, yeah. Mm-hmm. But sexual trauma, yeah. It's the woman of it all. But it's the woman of it all, yeah. <laughs> anyway. She's anyway. a great writer. Yeah. She's a great writer. Yeah. And that was Her a really good show. Bone structure. She is just gorgeous. Look, she should be the next storm. Her bone structure is Can you just see her in storm. Oh, it's you amazing. know what she looks like? Yes. Yeah, I'm saying I know her. Yeah, her, her like, bone structure is amazing. Yes. Of course, you have to know she looks She's like beautiful. Disabled. Yeah. She won awards for that. She did. She, or was nominated or something. Yeah. yeah. Anyway. 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 I know. Sorry. There we go. Yeah. Look, because we're awake <laughs> and not after work. <laughs> okay. <laughs> So anyway, let's get back to your show. Get back to the, it makes me sad. I'm still We're sad. Still coming back. I took so long to watch it. But you did. I and and I think, but this time we'll talk about, we get into why I yeah. think it took so long for you to get around to this. Well, this okay. season. Okay. So yeah. uh, we, we made a list, y'all. So let's get on to, um, um, you had mentioned some favorite episodes yeah. and one of the things that I feel like I kind of had a question mark in my mind about that got resolved this final season was um, Miguel mm-hmm, mm-hmm, and because mm-hmm. um, I just I was always kind of curious as to how they got there it was always gross to me and it was always like I can't really? even yeah mm-hmm. Yeah, like I can't, I, like, there's no world that I can see me with any of my husband's friends. Mm-hmm. Like, that's just nasty. That's, yeah, like, and nasty, like that. Like, you got to say it like that, too. Like, that's how it is. Mm-hmm. So, but it, it was very, and, and we had not learned anything about Miguel before. So we had, and that they was a really, really good episode. It was, it was a very good episode. But what was interesting to me, I don't remember which season it was that they showed the Thanksgiving where Miguel had his kids and then the, mm-hmm. um, and then the Pearson kids were there and they were all mad at Miguel. Yeah. But it seemed like Miguel's kids were more mad at him, which I thought I thought that was weird because I would have thought the Pearson kids would have been more mad right. at Miguel than. Because I think you said you thought that you felt that the time that the kids were mad at him because they thought that his thing with Rebecca kind of overlapped with his well, mom. That was your your that theory. Was my initial question was like, was there some overlap with his with their with their mom and him? Mm-hmm. Um, because I could see if you thought he left my mom for this his right. best friend's wife, and then they would be mad. Mm-hmm. He was years divorced. Years. It had been a while. Years, years divorced, moved away. Yep. Lost contact. Came yep. back. Yep. So why y'all mad? Right. Now the Pearson kids, I can get them being mad. Yeah. We grew up with you. Yeah, that's basically our uncle. So, and now, huh? Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's gross. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. 
Although and Kevin took it to the nth degree as Kevin was Kevin wont to do. <laughs> and I know you disputed this and I should have went back and checked, but I still say Miguel was with Rebecca longer than Kevin was. Wait, what's the dad's name? Jack. Jack. Okay. Miguel was with Rebecca longer than Jack was. No? I know you said that's not true. You said I, they well, said it in the last episode. But somebody else pointed that out on Twitter. And I was like, I said that. And Dina said, no, that's not true. No, what you said was that. What did you say? Because Jack died when. I forgot how. Kids were what, 16, 17? They were 17, maybe. Weren't they seniors in high school? They were seniors or going into their senior year or something like that. Yeah. But, and Rebecca and Miguel were married. They said in like the, one of the last few episodes, it was like 12 years. They were only married 12 years. Yes. They said that. Yes. Yeah. I mean, okay. Yeah. Because in my mind, I'm like, the kids I know were 40. They turned 40 when we met them. Right. And the kids are three years younger than us. No, they turned 38 when we met them. It wasn't their 40th birthday when we met them? No, because their 40th birthday, their 40th birthday was when um, Kate and Kevin were at the cabin with Rebecca and Miguel and Randall. No, it was a birthday. I don't even know that it was 40th. Because was it when our we, 40th birthday then would maybe, maybe so. Were we 40? <laughs> maybe so. Maybe that might be. Because right. in my mind, they were born in 1980. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I, I correlated that with remembering something yeah. about 40. So we must yeah, have been 40. It must have been us. Because they definitely were not 40. Mm-hmm. Okay. They definitely were not 40. Well, you're the, you're the expert. I know you really relying on me and then people going to be like Googling like, but yeah, no, they were not 40 because we saw them turn. I want to say that might've been the episode though, that it was during COVID and they were on FaceTime. They weren't oh. all together. I feel like that might've been the 40th. You know what? I'm going to tell you why it was. Cause if they were born in 1980 then their birthday, 40th birthday was in 2020. Mm, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yep. 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 And they were, because I remember Randall, it was, you know, I call them the Black Pearsons, the Black Pearsons on FaceTime, and then the White Pearsons were together. I playing Randall to the love. I swear they do. But Randall had the best family anyway. It didn't even matter. It was okay. (laughs) He didn't eat them. So, how did you feel about the way they told Miguel's story? It was so touching. I loved it. It gave us. So I, I was mad that they did it so late, though. Mm-hmm. And they swear that Dan Fogelman planned out the whole series, like, from the beginning. So they people said they wanted Miguel's story. Right. Because I'm like, it just seemed like, why did we get this, I'm like, sure. with four episodes left in the series? And it was you an know. opportunity to diversify because... right. To keep it 100, I don't know how cognizant you are of this, but I know the other 
um, non-white people in this country be mad at black people like we the only minority. Right. And I, I love John Heritus. I, I'm not good with accents, y'all. Um, but the actor who played Miguel, mm-hmm. I love all of what, because they gave him a lot of creative license with that episode. And he was very intentional about um, the imagery, like the actors that were in it, the, the people who were behind the scenes. Like he made sure that it was... Um, not just Latinos, but Afro-Latinos. He was very, very intentional about that. that. Yeah, yeah. He was very, um, just like with the look and feel of that episode, um, he's talked about. Wait, were they Cuban? They were Puerto Rican. They couldn't have been Puerto, they were Puerto Rican? Because Puerto Ricans are American. So was he... Well, well like he was, they weren't. They weren't. They weren't American. Like before nineteen fifty, and he was older. They weren't American before nineteen fifty. This was well, before nineteen fifty. Well, I'm just all, saying. All this happened before. This history was before nineteen. Well, I'm just saying when he was younger. But hold on, we, we let, let's let's. What was Miguel? Huertas. Huertas is his name. <laughs> yeah. I'm looking well, up Gary Tuss. Um, all you gotta do is look up at the episode, guys. Yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. Puerto Rico. Mm-hmm. Okay, they were Puerto Rican. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, oh, you know what? And they were because remember in the episode he was talking about going to America, but they said like the mainland. Like they kept talking about, they kept making reference to going to the mainland. Okay. Yeah. So anyway, um, I I know it too much. This is this was my like Real Housewives. Oh, oh nice. <laughs> Clearly, because I know way too much about the show. No, but I, I almost insulted. You said you almost what? I'm almost insulted, but it's okay. I mean, man. Um, but yeah, but even because remember when we saw him when his I guess it was when his dad died, mm-hmm. and it was something that was very small and minute, maybe to the the wider audience but I think to like brown and black people it Mm -hmm. struck us but we saw this this dark-skinned couple I remember the woman specifically I don't remember whether her husband was but it was like a woman that if you looked at her she looked black but she was clearly speaking Spanish yeah Mm -hmm. I think that that was something that like have we seen that before there's black people acting like they ain't seen Afro-Latinos on TV before right who like, was I the black it. girl? Who was the girl on um, Love and Hip Hop Miami? Right. I forgot her, her name, name, too. She's beautiful. Though. I forgot her name. But yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 That whole thing. Yeah. But I thought that was like a moment. So that was kind of the stuff that he wanted to make sure that he brought to the episode because mm-hmm. he he's funny about like not just saying he's Latino. He's Afro Latino. Like, oh, John Huertas. Yes. John Huertas. Mm-hmm. Oh, interesting. Yeah. 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 So, but yeah, I love that episode, us being able to see his life, but then even how his life kind of, how it it intersected with the Pearsons. I'm going to tell you why he needed a story. I'm going to tell you why we needed a story, which kind of segues to our next topic, because how are you going to bring in some completely unknown character and have a whole storyline about him? Right. Three seasons in, you know, Mm -hmm. and I'm talking about Nikki. 
Mm-hmm. Um, and we still don't know nothing about Miguel. And we still don't know anything about Miguel, yeah, yeah, right? Yeah. And so I kind of felt away when Nikki popped up because I felt like that was really Kevin's That's a good fate. point. That's a good point. Yeah. Like, I get how Nikki was relevant for um, Kevin's growth or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, hold on. For some reason, I'm getting notifications right now, and it's saying that it's affecting my audio quality. I get, you know, that understanding the whole Nikki storyline gave us some perspective into Jack, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, and Jack's flaws. We can talk about them too. Mm-hmm. And Jack's flaws. Well, you know, um, that's one of my things to talk about later, but anyway, go ahead. Um, but I don't know, Kate and Brando wasn't really pressed about Nikki like that to me. They weren't. They weren't. Mm-mm. But you know, I think in in hindsight, because look on our part to take one, I didn't talk. I didn't talk about this. I didn't think about it because I was halfway asleep. Um, but I think in hindsight, it makes sense that it was more Kevin's thing than Randall and Kate's because, like you said, not only was Kevin on this whole. You know, he was trying to be sober. He was on this growth thing. He but was also selling a movie. He was trying to get research. For his he movie. was trying to get research. But Kevin was also the one that was kind of floating in the wind. Like Kate had Toby by that point. Maybe had they had baby Jack by that point? Maybe. I don't remember. But she definitely was married. Mm-hmm. Randall, you know, him and Beth been together since Methuselah was a well, child. So they did Randall, Randall, the reason why I took issue with Nikki also was because it was almost like he was equivalent to Randall's biological father. William? Mm-hmm. What you mean? Well, I mean, Nikki was William, in a sense, to... Oh, to Kevin. To Kevin. Gotcha. Mm-hmm. Gotcha. Yeah. But yeah, but Kevin didn't have... He didn't have, like, family, his own thing by that point. So, mm-hmm. yeah. So I think it, it made sense that Kate oh, but Randall. He, he messed it up because he got with that high school chick from high school twice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, no, no, no. I'm saying my point being that it was it made sense that Randall and Kate were just like, yeah, okay, we got an uncle, cool, you know. Mm-hmm. And they went on about their merry way because they had stuff going on in their life already. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I, I, I really enjoyed the Miguel episode and getting to know him. Yeah, and seeing all that. So, tell me your thoughts on Nikki in general. Like, let's talk about Nikki since we mentioned them. Nikki became Nick. What Nikki started out as was not what Nikki became. Yo. Nikki became the comic relief. Like he did. Nikki would crack me the hell up. He would just say, he he was that irreverent uncle though that we all know and had. Well, he was like that as a he was really impulsive and as a kid, you know, doing stuff without thinking about it. And was he? Yeah, you think so? I don't think you don't he think was, he was in, impulsive. 
As a kid, no. When well, he was on that stuff, as a young person, when he got on that stuff, he was impulsive. Well, but he was, yeah, he wasn't sober. But before that, he was kind of timid. He, I mean, remember Jack even was the one that basically asked the girl out for him. For him, like he wasn't very impulsive well, at I'll all. I'll show you how much I paid attention to Mickey's story. <laughs> no, because I really, okay. Let me t- let me tell you what, what happened. I don't know. I didn't start when this is that us started this season. I was like, uh, I don't, I hate waiting week to week to week. Mm-hmm. I've gotten to the point where I prefer to, to binge. binge. A lot of people like that now. Yeah. Um, Shout out Netflix and ruined folks. Ruined us, right? So when I went to go watch, to finally start watching, I think I was six or seven episodes in. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was later. But the way who, no, I actually started watching way before you. I mentioned it to you. What? This is why. Oh, I'm telling you why. Okay. Because Hulu, the way they list the episodes, they list them from most recent. And they, the most recent at the top. Okay. And I didn't realize that. And I wasn't paying attention. Mm-hmm. So the episode I started watching was the episode where um, Kevin and, and Mickey are at the cabin and they go to a hospital and... Uh, all of that that was okay. the first episode I watched of the season and I was like on my phone I really was like nah, I was bored and I was like Vanessa Bell Calloway came in and I'm like confused I was confused and bored mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and it's because it was a Nikki episode like it took some time for Nikki to grow on me mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It, it really did I appreciated his contributions at certain points but honestly I they could have made Miguel bigger than they mm. made Nikki. What were you saying you started watching before me? No, 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 no. I was saying I started I started to watch long before I, I had spoken to you. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. Okay. And then I was so thrown off by that episode. I yeah. was like, you know what? I, I think I restarted it twice. Okay. And I said I, I can't watch anymore. And yeah. so I turned it off. I was like, I'll try to do this again later. Yeah. And then when I went back I realized I started the wrong episode. Yeah, that's right. I remember you saying. I you think it was like episode that. six or seven. Yeah, because you were. Season. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. by the time I started watching, I think was the week the, the finale came out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And we really low key, now that you mentioned that, low key, we kind of got like two Nikki episodes out of the series. Low key. Because we, we got more than that. Maybe maybe, so. we, well, you mean episodes that were focused explicitly on him? Yeah. Yeah. Definitely that one. We definitely got, so we definitely got the one where he, they wanted to do the road trip to right. see the, that girl. But see, I'm even thinking about the but draft. The first one was when, yeah. He got drafted and mm-hmm. yeah. And then Kevin finding him. That was a long, right. we had a long, Mickey yeah, road. we have, yeah, yeah, yeah. So we, here's the thing that, that about Mickey for me. And I think this is what I said earlier about one of the things I didn't like was it bothers me so much that Jack did not tell Nikki when their mother died. Yeah. That really, and the thing is, I probably wouldn't even have been bothered that he didn't tell him if he hadn't. You told your trifling ass dad. Right. I feel like that was a plot hole. I feel like that was something that they I don't know, because, yeah, it, but, and I don't know if we want to, if that's a segue that we want, but that was one thing that I 
loved about the show was that we got to see how like none of the characters were perfect and so that that was so but that was one thing I always appreciated about the show so as much as we love Jack like if that was indeed what they intended like that was trash for Jack to not tell his brother and Jack has (laughs) done a lot of things that I think were were trash correct honestly there were a few moments where I was like oh like Jack yeah he not the perfect dude that we that some people wanted but but I think that was intentional I think that was always the intention of the writer that could be Be possibly because none of the characters were perfect not a male look to to, uh, at least like to have seen him try to find Mickey and then decide against it yeah then just nothing but you know what? I didn't think about this until just now. He did have that moment. I don't remember the episode though, but the moment when he was, it seemed like he was, I'm I'm seeing the scene of him sitting in the car and it's like he either goes left or right. And it was Jack and and he like whatever way he could have gone, it was to see Nikki but he chose not to. It was like he is, it was almost like at that moment we saw him make the decision to just act as if Nikki was dead, but he I just don't understand. And maybe, you know, I didn't, you and me, we didn't grow up with siblings. I know you have a brother. I have two brothers, but, and the stepsister, but I didn't grow up with siblings. Right. You know, um, my big brother is, he was 18 when I met him. Mm -hmm. My baby brother I, I was 14 when he was born. So I didn't grow up with siblings. But as someone who longed for siblings so much as a child under 10, mm-hmm. I don't understand how, how, you, how you do that. Well, and I think, I think the thing though with Jack was that it was just to him. He was so convinced that Nikki killed that kid Mm -hmm. he was so convinced and it was just unconscious (laughs) it was just unthinkable to him yes that word um I feel like I'm hyper um but it was it was just like he couldn't wrap his brain around the fact that his brother who he regarded you know, like he loved and doted on his baby brother. Like he did everything for his baby brother. Like he went, he did, like went to the damn war to take care of his baby brother. Mm-hmm. So it, to him, it was like he killed this kid and he just couldn't, like he couldn't shake that. But it was, it was what we also saw of Jack being like his judgmental, stubborn self as well. Like when he just had stuff in his mind that was how it was so I think it was like unfortunately a choice that he made like but he killed a kid like I really can't fuck this dude no more <laughs> you know because who does that so that was that was the flaw in but, his character know, I'm gonna go back to I don't have siblings and I, and those I got my brother sisters back always regardless people get on my nerves mm-hmm but I do believe that you represent in public support and you correct and get feedback at home. 
you you tell them that they was fucked up and how dare you and all that stuff at home. And that's just me. There was something else that you had said about Nikki that I don't remember, but you were I was saying something about I didn't understand why Nikki wasn't already dead or something like that. Oh, it was suicide. But let me let me put a so I will say, no, I was about to say, I think though, and again, this is what we saw. This is the decision that we saw Jack made. He consciously said Nikki died in the war. Because the Nikki that he because mm-hmm. the Nikki that he knew was no more. So he's like, this dude, I don't know who he is. My brother died in the war. Like that was that was his that was his thing, and that's what he was sticking with. Did we see, did we see, we know that Jack was an alcoholic. Yes. Did we see Jack in recovery ever, sober ever? Yes. He was sober, like, towards That's the when end. he should have connected with his brother. Yeah. When yeah. you realize that you have, have yeah. succumbed to substances. Yep, yep, yep. And that substances make you something other than right. And you have been. You had the realization that this is what went on with your brother. And you can come back from that. Yeah. That's when he should have reconnected. And see, that damn war was just, anyway, that that can take us down a rabbit hole because that war was just trash. It was so many people that came back messed up from Vietnam. Messed up. Yeah. Anyway. um, But what did you say? Nikki, suicide. Yes. So you were saying you never really understood how he didn't commit suicide i think that was the conversation that we were having right and i was saying that i felt like he was ultimately complete you commit crimes complete or attempt suicide go ahead okay okay i i received that i mean that's your area um but i but i said that i think ultimately Nikki was afraid of dying like he talked about that before he went to Vietnam like that was a that was a real fear of his so I think that that was the only thing like I feel like his fear of dying usurped his feeling of hopelessness and we also saw how Nikki was ultimately a scary person like Really, he didn't end up starting to like, he didn't let go of fear until my, the man wouldn't get on an airplane. Like, he wouldn't leave his trailer. Like, he, he just had so many fears. So, fears really helped him back from everything. everything. I guess in my mind, and, and maybe it's this is an area where I need to try to improve my relatability because. <laughs> I can understand completely isolating yourself from anyone and everyone and you not even connect really with a TV. I mean, mm-hmm. like, I, I can't understand being that level of alone. Yeah. And, um, and that was definitely his choice. And, and living through that. Mm-hmm. And having to be like drug from it kicking and screaming really because that's that's really what Kevin did Kevin wanted to be able to connect with his dad so much Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. he he was like oh no I need this uncle Mm -hmm. okay I just had a thought anything else on Nikki 
No, I just I loved his little wit, and then the fact that he ended up being swaggerific at the How end was like the cherry on top. The cherry on top was that he had game. Who knew? Who knew Uncle Nicky had all this damn game? We didn't. We had no idea until he like, you know, was like low key hollering on the plane. We didn't know. Listen, <laughs> we <didn't> know. <laughs> he didn't just pull a woman. He pulled a black woman. <laughs> he pulled a queen. Yes. I love it. Yes. I love it. So um, I had an aha moment just now because um, we had mentioned, we said we were going to talk about relatable storylines. Mm-hmm. And I have one that I'll tell you later about the uncle. Anyway. I'm going to tell you that one later. Okay. <laughs> I'll cut that whole thing out, but anyway. So, yeah. Relatable storylines. What Was there any particular story or, or situation that you felt really connected to? She going to go black, back to the Black Pearson job. Watch I this. know. I, I just, I just, I was just there for the Black Pearsons. I'm, I'm sorry. Don't be I'm, sorry. I mean, well, I'm not for real. What about <laughs> the Black Pearsons? What had I said before? I don't remember that there was any specific. I think. Oh, I think I remember what it was. I don't think there was any specific storyline. There were some moments with the Black Pearsons. Mm-hmm. Um, it was. Um, how Beth, when William first came to the house, when Randall like basically moved this stranger man in and Beth was sitting at the table with him that night, unbeknownst to Randall That's right. mm-hmm. and was like, okay, what, what are your intentions? What, 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 what are we doing here? <laughs> that would so be me. That mm-hmm. would, that would so be me. Like your protector. Mm-hmm very protective that's that's the 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 can be hood in me that we talked about earlier <laughs> <laughs> that's when it shows up like mm-hmm. but what are we doing here because what we're not gonna do let me lay it out for you like but their relationship you know um just yeah their relationship just their protectiveness of each other and we saw them being partners and we even saw sometimes when Randall, like a couple of times when he thought he was going to buck up and like be like, you know, I am man type thing. Beth, like, bump your goddamn head. <laughs> you know, like, we are partners in this thing. <laughs> but I was surprised she let him let him go right. to the courthouse to run behind yeah. that man. But, but I think. I'm surprised she didn't try harder to stop him from doing that. But I, but I think that was again a, a relatable moment. Like that was the thing where she was like, you know what? I know him, so I know if he don't, I'm gonna have to live with him and this whole story he has created. I need to let him just go ahead and handle this, so we can be over this. I feel like history tells us when he has run off at other moments that it didn't turn out well at all. <laughs> So why did she let him that time? Yeah. 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 
But yeah, I'm yeah. I'm always here. I need them to I need them to reboot the show and just give me the Black Pearsons. That's really I all I'm here for. I heard that there was chatter of of some kind of spinoff. Really, that makes know. me so happy. I haven't heard that, but that would make me so incredible. Because I don't I don't have any cares for the rest of the Pearsons. I don't have to know what they're doing at all. Sophie and what's if they rolled off in the sunset? Kate happy with the British man. Okay. Little Jack became disappointed me so much. Little, I think we talked about that in the first part in part one. I was so disappointed in the end of uh Kate and Toby. And Toby. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 Little Jack became some superstar, rock star person. Okay, that's great. I don't have to know nothing else about their life. The Black Pearsons, I want to know what happened. Did Randall become president? Like what what do we do next? You know, like what what did Deja and Malik, how was their wedding? Was I invited? Their little boy, like, what's his name? Oh, his name is William. What did William grow up to do? Want to know what's going on with Tess and Annie? You know, I got some questions. Yeah. But yeah. what were your relatable moments? I had two that come to mind immediately. Mm-hmm. They're both very emotional for me. I'm not emotional right now, and I won't get that way in this conversation. Because I have my moments already. <laughs> but the first one was Beth making the cognizant choice to leave dancing behind. Mm. For me, mm, 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 yeah, mm. because I, I made a similar decision. Mm. And I was like, oh, I felt that. Mm. And this constant yearning to to you know, gnawing in the back of your mind to to go back to it, to go back to it, to go back to it, Mm -hmm. you know? And as of right now, I don't see that happening for me. Glad Mm -hmm. it happened for Beth, lovely. Right. Um, Don't see that in my future, Mm -hmm. but Mm -hmm. who knows what it may hold. I I have had people speak. I have people who strongly believe in me or believed in me and so sometimes I feel like it's I was a disappointment to them oh okay because they felt they saw my talents and they believed so strongly that I know she gonna make it as my auntie Barbara I know she gonna make it going out there to Hollywood girl I know she and I have classmates multiple Mm -hmm. classmates who relatively they're household names, okay. you know, um, pretty, pretty successful. I would say um, most actors would aspire, aspire to be at the level that they have reached. Mm-hmm. Say that. So mm-hmm. working like, yeah, consistently. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, there's that. That was that was a hard one to watch um, well, a couple of years ago. And then most recently, mm-hmm. so I think this was another reason why I kind of delayed watching this season a bit was because my mother is starting to have her own issues with dementia. Mm-hmm. And it's funny because it was, I was glad that they kind of, they only had about two episodes that really focused on that specifically. Yeah. So I was able to kind of, now, after that mm-hmm. first after that first one I was like 
the whole red caboose thing, I was like, Lord yeah, Jesus. yeah, you text me like, I ain't gonna be able to do this. I ain't gonna be able to do this. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, lady, it's a caboose. It's a caboose. Yeah, it's a caboose. I know. I know. I know. Yeah. Um, but thing really it wasn't as as much of a focal point and literally she's been dealing with this for what three seasons now yeah well yeah 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 Mm -hmm. and for me oh there's a red bird outside my window oh lord (laughs) it's pretty because it's overcast and dull and then you see this bright red hi little cardinal Mm. um so for me I don't know. It's probably been about two or three years that I've been suspecting this is what was going on with my mom, but I had no confirmation until this year. Mm-hmm. And so for it to be, you know, what it was that mm-hmm. episode, I was like, oh Lord Jesus, mm-hmm. you know, it's mm-hmm. a lot. So that that was relatable for for me. Mm-hmm. Those two. That's understandable yeah 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 i i appreciate it though that what i did not expect when the show first started i did not expect it to be really a show that centered rebecca as much as it ended up doing Mm -hmm. um and I ended up appreciating the type of mom that she was. And I I don't know that there have ever, I don't know that there's ever been, I'm thinking as I say this, yeah, I don't think that there's ever been a relatable white mom to me when watching a show. I don't think I've ever, like even all the shows I think about like back in the day that I used to like when I, you know, retrospectively considered them, but I've never seen, but with Rebecca, I actually, she was, she was very relatable. You know, she had a strength in her that I don't think we normally see in a lot of the, she wasn't a passive. She, she could have, she could have snatched Kevin up a few more times. It was sometimes I was like, he might've got smacked that time. But for the most part, you know, she wasn't like that, that passive, permissive white mom that be getting on my nerves and just be unfamiliar to black moms, I think. Well, so a few things. Mandy Moore did an amazing job. She did. Um, as Rebecca. Mm-hmm. Um, and had I... I don't know if we said this in the first episode, but had I known first um, part of this two-parter, <laughs> that had I known that she was, you know, so central to the to the storyline, mm-hmm. I probably would not have watched it. And not even because it was a white woman protagonist per se, but right. I'm like Mandy Moore. Right. Okay. You know. Right. How's that gonna work? Right. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like she had some not necessarily scandalous stuff, but like she was like a party girl or something. Was it when she first came out or no. back in the 90s? No. no. You think about somebody else? No. Mandy was always wholesome. She always was? Always. Yeah. She was who always was, super who wholesome. Who were her contemporaries? It was like Jessica Simpson. 
Uh-huh. It was she wasn't um, like them. Uh what was the other chick? Uh Lindsay Lohan. Lohan. Yeah, she was okay, so not anything like them. With all of them. Probably. And that's understandable because it was all the same era. They were all around the no, same time. Mandy never. She never had none of that foolishness. Okay. I I, I was never um, a Lindsay. Uh, Lohan. Brittany. Yeah. I, I was never into all of that. Me neither. So that era kind of just, I was like, okay. Mm. Um. So, but so to that end, that, that might have been why you would have been like, eh. We would have passed because you you mentally had lumped her in with look, them. They may yeah. as well have cast Jessica Simpson in this for all I care. Right. You know, right. Or, or, at the or time. Britney Spears. Yeah. Right. Right. Um, so yeah, when I found out that was her, I was like, because oh, I don't even know if I knew it before I started watching it. Right. Um, so there was that. Um, but I don't know. I think I may agree with you. There was a time. Where it was a big deal. I feel like in the late 80s, early 90s, to have been a TV mom. Yeah. You had Silver Spoon, you had family ties. You had no like TV mom on Silver Spoon. So what are you talking about? Wasn't no mom on Silver Spoon? There was no mom. That was oh, a single it dad. It was a single dad, but family ties. Um yes. and then um yes. what's the one I'm thinking about? Yeah, the facts to Bernie. But what's the one I, so it's not Silver Spoon, but the other one where it was uh Kurt Cameron. And them. Growing pains. Growing pains. That's what I was mm-hmm. thinking about. Yeah. Um, so all the way back them. to, you know, the Bradys and Bewitched yes. and, you know, yes. all of those yes. 50s and 60s, yes. you know, moms. Yes. This is why we had Claire. And we had Claire Huxtable. Mm-hmm. And she was the only relatable one. Mm-hmm. She was the only relatable one. Well, we also had Bam, Bam, Bam. Florida was not relatable to me. But she was a TV mom. Nail wasn't relatable. Was Nail a mom? I don't Nail know was, Nail was a mom. Nanny. Okay. She was she she was a mom mammy. figure. She, she was, did mom things. She was a mammy. No, don't <laughs> me, don't get me on a Donald Bowles, Tom's Coons, <laughs> Mammy's Mulattoes, and Bucks now. Oh Lord Jesus. Okay, keep going. Mm-mm, mm-mm, mm-mm. Don't reach back there. Don't reach back there. Mm-mm, I'm not doing this. Keep going. <laughs> she was a man. Listen, I love Nell Carter, but she wasn't relatable. No. That's that um, was my point. <laughs> Okay, so Florida, but we know we did have Florida Williams is in the canon as a TV mom, though. Florida Evans. Florida Evans. What did I say? Florida Campbell. You said Florida Williams. Yeah. Florida Evans was, is in the canon, you know, as is Wheezy. I think Wheezy is in there, too. Wheezy is. Um, Also not relatable, but yes. To me. Now, is is, uh, Diane Carroll from the nurse show what was she called julia julia i never saw julia i watched julia was a single mom though mm-hmm. a nurse mm-hmm. and she was a nurse i don't i don't think she was written to be relatable mm-hmm. right so so anyway there was this was a big deal back in and, and then it just seemed like we just started getting all these TV families and it was correct TGIF and it was too much correct um and that and was in the married with children and Roseanne's and, and Peggy the... is in there too child. right Uh-oh. but I, I I think you're right I don't know who I have ever related with you know and it depends on I think it also depends on what era you are in your life though because as a child 
I remember always wanting to be on the Cosby show. I wanted to be on the Cosby show so bad. Correct. But I wasn't the same age. I was older than Rudy and I was younger than Vanessa. So I felt like I couldn't be either of their friends because I didn't know the people on TV weren't the age they actually right, right, were. Right. So I was like, I'll have to be a neighbor. So I'm going to be a neighbor on the Cosby show. <laughs> I'm going to come over and play. And then mm-hmm. here came Erica Alexander and it was exactly what I, you know, I was like, oh. Right. How did she do that anyway? So Eric Alexander. And then, you know, I had a different world. Mm -hmm. Um, And, you know, I was in high school watching a different world and aspiring to college. Mm -hmm. So I think that for me, relatability has always been based off of where I was in my life at the time. Oh, I see. Okay. So relatability now or when I was, you know, in the time that I've been a mom, I don't even know, like in my, when my child was at his youngest, I went through most of the early 2000s, not watching much of TV. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. you know, I can't mm-hmm. say that I have anybody that I relate to. That being said, I appreciate Rebecca. I, I feel like her character doesn't make sense to me. Hmm. I, I struggle to see her character in the real world based on her background. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. We talked about that. Yeah, like, and I'm not saying all wealthy, you know, all wealthy white women or white women who come from wealth and privilege have to be this way. I just wonder how she got to be yeah. who she was. Yeah, yeah, and I agree. Because I don't, I, I struggle I struggle. This is why it was difficult. This is why I had a question mark that hung for a long time while I started watching the show. I struggle to understand how she was able to adopt this black child. Mm-hmm. And the time frame of her not really recognizing him as a black male was very, very small. Yeah. Or they portrayed it as very, very small. So now I know she had that conversation with William. Right. Well, what what I feel like they did, and this is I think I think we did talk about in first part the importance of having black writers mm-hmm. like actually doing the shows. Mm-hmm. Because I think they ended up portraying that in um kind of as he grew mm-hmm. and with different um like basically how our parenting has to change as our kids grow mm-hmm. we actually saw that with her and her realization that he was different he had to, and, and even into the last you know her last like real conscious moments in life like when it was the racial reckoning that was happening and the conversations that he was having with them about the stuff that they didn't talk about in the house and all that like it's like she continuously had to do that but Rebecca seemed she was interesting because she seemed to consciously choose to not be like her family 
which I don't yeah. think we've ever seen it, but, but she consciously like, and even the way she checked her mom when and her I mom was she, trying to be a certain way with her him mom and, back to be what it was and the way that she pushed back on her dad about Jack, although mm-hmm. she didn't know the extent of him and Jack, but she knew enough that she pushed back on like, you know, I'm still going to be with him type thing. So she yeah, was just interesting. I just want to know where it came from. Cause w- when I yeah. think of Rebecca Pearson, I think of there's two white women that I have in mind who have black children who Mm -hmm. I respect how they talk about their children. Mm -hmm. And that is um, Ellen Pompeo and Sandra Bullock. Yes. Yes. Madonna isn't it for me. No. Um, And I probably think I would think of Rebecca Pearson as more like a Madonna. Really? Okay. I've, I've never heard Angelina Jolie speak about her black children. So mm-hmm. I don't, I but she don't know. speak about her children. She doesn't actually. speak about her children. So, yeah. But I would, yeah, I would think of Rebecca. And, and, and that's to say, you know, we know that Madonna is this progressive, extremely, you know, liberal, mm-hmm. feminist type of woman. Mm-hmm. Um, but she's, apart from her children said and done things that makes black people be like mm-hmm. which, which summer? Mm-hmm. you know like side eye a little bit but it's so interesting that you say that because i think what's funny is while we didn't we didn't hear or see rebecca later on say anything that kind of took randall's race into consideration we also know beyond a shadow of a doubt like it was driven home very well that he was the favorite child (laughs) and he was the one that she she thought the most highly of like when she was was, well she kind of said even he was the favorite because he was the easiest but I mean, she but said that, that was because he knew he was different and he didn't want to. I think that that was his own burden. It know, was trying to be the perfect child. And she knew that. Different. And she knew that. And she knew that he felt like he had to. And then when Jack died, he felt like he had to take care of her. Yeah. And, but she also, when they had that conversation, you know, again, like one of her last, like, most lucid conversations when he went to go pick Deja up and she went with him and stuff and you know she was basically like I know you can do whatever it is you decide that you're gonna do Mm -hmm. like you know like she Randall like hung the moon and stars in the sky to her as far as she was concerned Mm -hmm. so it is interesting though that we didn't see like you said we didn't hear that stuff but it's like when you think about I'm so sorry (laughs) I don't even hear it Okay. But yeah, when, but when you think about the show in its totality, it's funny because me me hearing you say that, I'm like, but it's it's interesting because Randall was clearly her star. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like he he was the star to her. Okay. Even though he was the black child. So yeah. Mm-hmm. Anyway. Anyway. Well, it's I'm been a, a nice you. journey. I'm gonna miss your show. Mm-hmm. You know, it's okay. I have to watch it again, but I'm about to go watch this um, Essence Fest on Hulu. Oh, it's going to, they're going to, it's going to, yeah, 7 Central to, yeah, so that's, 8 that's, oh, that's coming out in a few minutes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, um, 
I'd, I'd like to go, but right, right. You know, I'm not a music head like that. Yeah, you know, I, I gotta gotta get my music in. Okay, well, thank y'all so much for listening. We have some um, great things coming up in the future, so make sure that you are following us and that you like or um, rate us on whatever platform on which you listen. Remember to tell a friend, to tell a friend. To also tell uh, a friend. Mm-hmm, share your favorite episode, share two. And um, on that note, we're going to dip on out of here, folks. Um, we want y'all to persevere. And go and be great. Deuces. Pooch, I talked your ear off, Dina. I am so sorry. <laughs> Today. It's okay. I'm trying to figure out what I want for I'm dinner. I'm surprised you still have the energy for me. I know. You know how you usually do? You'd be like, okay, my people in right. running out. <laughs> right, right, right. That, that, that was new. All right. Well, let me go ahead and get on to it. Oh, you know what? Okay. I want to schedule, but I also, so like, we know what we're going to talk about. Yeah, we do. We need to know. Oh, this summer thing. Well, next weekend is not good for me, and it's not good for you. Anyway. It's not good for me. Yeah, I won't be around next weekend. Be and I'm, Chanel's going to be out of town, so I'm going to be out of town. Where are you going? Well, I wanted to go to Mobile and hang out with my best friend, but her mm-hmm. mom is there, and she only has one spare room, so I would have to get a hotel room, and I'm not trying um, to do all that. In Mobile? <sighs> to see Sherry. I know. I'm saying a uh, hotel you in know, Mobile. Mobile is like a savannah. It's a good sized town. It's, I know. It's I know a, people always. You been? No, ma'am. Oh. But people always talk about. They always talk about. They have a great Mardi Gras too. They have great restaurants. Also, yeah. I think better restaurants than we have here. Mm. Strangely enough, it is a vacation. A bit of a vacation. It's only an hour from Pensacola. And right. it's an hour from um, Biloxi, I think. Mm-hmm. Two hours from New Orleans. But um, yes, she gets off every year for from for Mardi Yeah, they have a whole week off. Yeah, I have it's a, like a I had a break. friend um, when I was in co- you know I always say my college friends were my coworkers, but she, her and her family were from um, Mobile, and she used to always go back for her Mardi Gras. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was going to go there, um, but her mom is, is in town. Um, so I'm going to go see my auntie in Savannah. That's uh, Barbara you just mentioned? No, Aunt Shirley. Oh, Aunt Shirley, okay. Yes, my Aunt Shirley, I'm going to take her to get a massage. No. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm going to see my family when I go up to Philly. That'll be fun because I don't you know that Jerry. Girl, I have family everywhere, for real. But, um, but yeah. Are y'all doing anything for the fourth? Absolutely not. Oh, really? Just celebrating this country's birthday party. No, I mean, I might. Ain't we might do celebrating this country. We have a barbecue. <laughs> we just have a black eagle for of July. Just because. Oh, <laughs> um, no, we might. I guess it, we need to see if it's going to rain for real, but we're going to send into this street and f- look at the fireworks because the way our house sits, like yeah, we're kind of. Mm hmm. And so, like, our neighborhood itself, so we can see fireworks and different, so we would sometimes just, and probably our neighbors, they be having, like, a whole show down here in this cul-de-sac. He's a ex-military guy, so he's crazy. 
So we'll, we'll be here to. All right, girl, let me go. I guess I'll catch up with you later. All right. All right, bye. bye.